This is a podcast. God. With oh. trackpad. He is screaming. Oh my goodness. John Cena. His name is Sam. Sam. Please. Sam. <laughs> Did you just hear that car? <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. Hello, everyone, and welcome Hi. to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure for all ages. Except if you're 17. Not 17. If you're 17, just log off now. Come back when you're 18. Uh, okay, look, <laughs> 17 is fine. If you're 16 and under, also, you can listen, but not 17. 17 is good. I'm Paul. I'm your dungeon master and your friend. And uh, I'm glad you're listening. I'm sorry for everyone else. And I'm joined tonight by Trackpad. five <laughs> friends of mine. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Hjorg. Hey, I'm Felicia, and I play Mogret Stonefire. And Trackpad's here. Trackpad is here. Yay! Hey, I'm Sam, also known as Trackpad. <laughs> awesome. What if he it- <laughs> And I play Torgan Strong Eyes. Oh. oh, did I interrupt someone? Yeah. No, no, that was perfect. This is your show. <laughs> that was it. No, it's okay. I'm not that important <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Go ahead. Zach. Wow. Go ahead. What's up, guys? I know I'm new here and you've never heard my voice, but my name is Sam and I play trackpad. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah. Come on. come on. Who are you, Zach? I am Chris and I play Chris. I'm Ezra and I play Claren Dree. Ooh. Mm. Who? That's a dun, interesting. Dun, dun. Never heard dun. of her. Okay, we want to get to the action quickly, so let's very quickly go through the business up let's front. Let's get down with the lights and camera really quick. If you uh, like our show, you like the sound effects and all the cool music and stuff we use, much of that comes from BattleBards.com. Space. Space. If you're interested in going to BattleBards and spicing up your gaming table, uh, go over there. Use the code MBH Podcast to get 15% off of a BattleBards Prime Subscription. Uh, it'll add a lot of spice <laughs> to your table. Also, 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 if you love our show, you also. want to support us, there's two things that you can do to help us out. One, you can go to patreon.com slash make believe heroes and become a patron. If you do that, if you become a patron, we will give you a shout out live on the show and talk about how much we love you, how awesome you are for supporting us, just like V Burns. Yeah. Thank you so much for supporting us, for being a patron, for being awesome. And another way you can help us, you can leave us a five-star review. And if you leave us a five-star review, we will read it live on the air, just like this one that Zach is going to read. All right. I'm going to read this four-star review with a bonus star. Oh. From Beholder 2.0. Okay. That sounds dangerous. This review is titled, Download This. Wow, I love this. Great audio, excellent story. Go through the first few episodes and you will be hooked. I just got caught up. Ready for more of this delicious D&D goodness. <laughs> Much wow. Much spice. It's delicious. <laughs> so now you know what time it is. What time is it? It's time for some Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, but before we do hop into the D&D, 
I want to say uh, we are very excited yeah. to have Sir Sam Sharples, the knight. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Sharples uh, with us tonight to play some Dungeons & Dragons. Sam, uh, also known as Trackpad, is a uh, longtime friend of the show. And wow. it was a while back. I don't know exactly when it was. He came to me and, and offered if, if maybe there's some ways he could help the show. Sam, you do some work with audio, right? I do, yes. Some freelance. You have a website, don't you? Oh, uh, yeah. I have a website. It's audiobysam.com. I do some freelance music production for local artists and live sound for churches and other stuff. So it's fun. And due to his uh, knowledge with sound, no he came to me and was like, hey, is there anything I can do to help? And Sam actually went through and did some audio remastering on all the episodes from season two for us. And uh, we yeah. greatly appreciate his assistance. And I was like, hey, man, you know what? You know what you should do? You should come on and guest on the show for a bit for doing that awesome work for us. And so we're really glad to have yeah. you. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, Paul. I am excited to be here and I'm excited to play some D&D. Oh, trust us. Woo. Oh, yeah. We're going to change that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No, he's right. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm going to roll a giant blue D20. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh. goodness. Oh, we're done. Please. We're done. Oh, I crap. This is not good. Mayday, mayday. Over, over. We need to leave. Not 20. Uh, Are you kidding Is that me? the first one? And that's where we're going to have to end this week's show. We love you, and we will see you next week. We're going to roll for poops today. <laughs> Goodbye. And good night. <sighs> Crackpad asks, is that the first one we've rolled? No. This season, at least? There was uh, there was the one that Paul was like, that's know. a natwan. I mean, that Paul has rolled. And said it all oh, weird. Yeah. And oh, yeah. It was a one. And then- I think we've had, I think that's the second 20 in season four so far. <sighs> wow. The first one didn't hurt you guys too bad. We'll see how I can do this time. Uh, let's talk about what happened last time on Make Believe Heroes. Bam, 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 bam. Last time, Kjorg, Mogert, Chris, and Balric, Night Ray, <laughs> Lies. Uh, <laughs> left the literal den of wolves where they had been, uh, you know, Ooh. fighting wolf monsters Ooh. and all that good stuff. Weak. And they traveled back to Dimmerhold. In Dimmerhold, they clunkily, can I just say, <laughs> finally found their way into the presence of King Duron Shattershield and his wife, Looking good. Queen Barda. Hey, buddy, <laughs> That's right. Good. Super awkwardly. Uh, lucky for them, Juniper was there to save the day. Juniper took them to the uh, dining hall where the king was hanging out, and they just start literally dumping information about what they have seen, uh, overwhelming both the king and his wife, Queen Barda, but somehow, they finally got the point across. Kilmont, the unforgiving, the white Dracon Kelly, is not pleased with the King of Dimmerhold, nor the choice to reinstate the Gauntlet of the Moon. And Kjorg and Clan are going to have to go find him and convince him to come to Dimmerhold and make amends if they can. Oh, also, by the way, uh, the Unchained are probably here, and uh, they're probably going to try and mess everything up. Oh, and also, turns out, Balric has been lying about who he is the whole time. What a guy. His name is actually Claren Dree, and the king has asked him, Who are you? Where is my friend, Balric Nightrain? Explain yourself. Take it away, Balric. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Listen, Objection. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have time for games. He says he's got the hammer in his hand still. He steps up close to you, and he is shorter than you, but he is an intimidating figure. Out with it quickly. Okay. Why are you impersonating Balric Night Rain? I'm not impersonating. That's exactly okay, what you were okay, doing. Okay, hold on. I come from Vinhaven, okay? I'm looking for someone. He's really, he's done some bad things. He a baddie. He's, he goes by the Falcon. The Falcon. Yes. Captain Falcon. He that doesn't mean anything to me. Well, it, it means a lot to me. Listen, I don't need your life story. I need to know why you're impersonating Balric Night Rain and where he is. Where is he? As I was looking for the Falcon, I come across some of his cronies in Port Lunal. Port Lunal. Yes. All right. And? I come up to them. I asked them questions about where the Falcon was, and they, they heard him talking about this guy named Balric Night Rain. Mm-hmm. And they said that they had offed him. They had offed him? Yes. You're saying they, they killed him? Yes. I do not know Balric. They said that they went to his house, killed him, took his things, and was going to bring it back to the Falcon for glory. I don't know what the Falcon had to do with Balric. All I know is I found them. I interrogated one, killed the other one. And they all right, had. All right. Okay. Say I believe you. Why are you pretending to be Balric Nitrate? Because they give me information I needed. They sent me in the direction of the Gauntlet of the Moon where he may be. Yes. And the only way that I could get in is to have a invitation, and I didn't have one, but Balric did. So I dressed up like Balric as close as I could just to get in. I was going to tell people, but I had to for sure make sure I could get in first. I mean no harm to you. I'm looking for a person, and that is it. And if you, if I don't find him, I feel like it can be worse than it is. And what makes you think he's here? I know he's here. Any place where there's gold to be made, he will be. Anything big like this, everybody's going to be here. Sure, but that's a stretch, isn't it? I know him. I know where he'll be. I was attacked by some of his people on the way here. Me and Mogert both. It's true. And I interrogated one of his people in your streets stealing from your people. Mm. I believe you. Sounds convincing to me. (laughs) He did help us a lot when we were on our journey for this mission. I'm telling you, I mean no harm to you and your people. <sighs> well, we need to have a, a longer conversation about this. Seems like that's all I keep saying. The same with Kjorg, but uh, you're right. Times are the essence. <sighs> Kjorg. Yes. Mogert. Chris. If you're willing to take responsibility for this, what's your what was your name again? Clarendry. This Claren. And uh watch over him. Then, well for now, I'm willing to put this at bay. I can take responsibility for all of these. This is the champions team. We're the champions! Yes! yes. Oh. Your Majesty, I will do as you ask to prove my innocence. Well, there'll be time for that later. Right now, uh, we're going to send word 
for Torgen. You need to continue to the north. He'll meet you at the northern end of the eastern crescent of the city. Okay? Just wait there where the road exits to the eastern crescent at the north end. Just go past the Waxen Way Inn. You know where the Waxen Way Inn is. If you go a little past the Waxen Way Inn, about 300 yards, you see a sign. Uh, you go past that sign, and you have gone way too far. So you need to go back. Out. Okay, listen. Just, just, just leave and go north. When you get to the end of the Eastern Crescent, wait there. Torgan will be along. I'm sending word right now. Okay, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll receive word very quickly. And if I know Torgan, he'll, he'll be there as quick as he can. And just go there and wait, and he'll lead you north. Remember, you've got one week to make it back for the gauntlet. While he's talking, I want to walk out the door. Are you serious? Yes. While the king of Dimmerhold is talking to you, you're just going to walk out. Yes. We're dead. We're dead. Why? You're dead. Um. Hold on. He's rolling to attack. So yeah, hold on. Hold on. He just <laughs> threw the uh, the hammer of winter. He just threw the hammer. Uh, that's a natural 47, so I think you're dead, right? <laughs> um, so, I survive. You walk uh, out the... You're just like walking out the door, and he... He's talking. He'll be right along. Just uh, did Chris just leave? <laughs> he's a uh, very he's a very odd. Chris, person. where are you going, Chris? Barda goes <sighs> <laughs> again. I'm I'm sorry. I tell you when when you all return, assuming you survive, I'm gonna have to teach you all some manners. I'm sorry. He said go north. I thought he meant now. I'm here. I'm coming back, and I just walk over and just stand go. There. Just go on. Just go on. Leave. Get. Go. Shoo. Go. Thank you, King. I'm sending word to Torgan. Thank you, sir. Enjoy your supper. Juniper, you stay back. Juniper stops. Uh. It's safe to save me some of that corn for later. She turns. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Wow. Juniper (laughs) turns around. Uh, She looks sheepish. You all will step out the door. And uh, he, he steps over to Juniper. Juniper, in the future, when a group of idiots come to the door, (laughs) teach them a bit of, like, decorum before you bring them in. I want to cast a ninth level fireball. You're not in there. You're gone. You've left. (laughs) And then he kind of chuckles and laughs and taps her on the shoulder, and she's just like... I don't think I could. I don't think, honest to God, I don't think I could ever do it again. And then he says, Now look, um, please go down to the stores and the basements, gather some healing potions, meet them at the road, give them anything we can to help. All right. Yeah, we need about 30. Go. Off with you. We cut to you four. You're leaving. You're going out the way you came in. Uh, you get outside. You head north? Yes. All right. North. North. Walk north. I thought he said west. West. <laughs> You're on the, uh, the sort of like cobblestone walkways that surround the Chateau Shattershield. But you're pretty close. I mean, you're at the northern end of the, the, the compound, if you want to call it that, as it is. So you cross, you head north, you cross over the uh, the large sort of transition uh, between the bottom half and the top half of the Eastern Crescent. And then you make your way through the Eastern Crescent. You pass the statues of the kings once again. 
you pass the Waxing Way Inn, and uh, as far as I know, none of you have really traveled north of the Waxing Way Inn, and you see a lot of things like you saw down below. You see houses, you see businesses, you see workshops, you see, um, you know, Spaghetti factories. Spaghetti factories. Spaghetti factories. That's a macaroni. Uh, you see, uh, it's a sorbetto. Sorbetto. <laughs> and you you come to the uh, end of the road where the road crosses outside of the Eastern Crescent and it's that sort of loop that goes around the city. And you kind of wait there. That's what he told you to do, right? Where the sort of residential slash business area of this Crescent ends, you wait there. You're waiting for someone you've never met, someone named Torgan. I don't know if he gave you a last name. Uh, who is going to be your guide. Uh, as you're waiting, you wait about uh, probably 10, 15 minutes, and Juniper approaches in a huff from uh, the same direction that you guys have come. You see her kind of running up the road, and then she calls out, Kjork! And she's like waving. And then she gets up to you guys. Oh, I, I caught you. Whew, okay. No, we uh, caught you. <laughs> yeah. Surprise attack. Mm. Are you okay, Juniper? Yeah, no, yeah. Are you about to throw up? Uh, no, no. Someone get her a bucket. <clears throat> no, I'm okay. I'm okay. <sighs> okay. I uh, have some healing potions. Oh. Um, more? Yeah, well. You know, we gave you a few for one day. But you're going a week. So, King wants to help. Here you go. Awesome. And she hands you all five healing potions. A piece? Three greater too superior. Yeah, we're gonna need that. You're Man, all, of us? all that fake hyperventilation made me lightheaded. <laughs> if you pass out, wait did she did she hand us three greater, two superior each? Yes. Oh, dope. Okay. Oh yeah. Sheesh. Sheesh. Yeah, this is the like the fairies in the jars <laughs> that you break in Zelda before you go into the boss room. No. Uh -oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh. Dangerous places. Anyway. So, the places you would go. Hopefully, these will be a help. Uh, I don't know what you're going to run into out there, but, you know, I mean, there's a lot of dangerous stuff north of the, the Icefall Mountains. And, well, I know that this Torgan fellow is supposed to be really good as a guide. At least the king and queen think so. But, you know, dangerous stuff out there. So, Kjorg, you know, be careful, okay? I, I'm always careful. And look, the gauntlet starts the day after tomorrow, and I'll be announcing and stuff. But you guys make it back in the week if you can. Okay. Don't worry, Juniper. Be happy. We are the <clears throat> champions. Champions, dude! We are the champions. We My are friend. champions My for friend. we are. Bow, bow. I didn't know where you were bow, going. Bow, bow. Just, you know, whatever you do, just, just keep on fighting till the end. How many of those potions did I use earlier? Two of them? Uh, uh, I have to check. I have to go back and check. But you, you, I used you? one. And then I chugged one. I know you used two. You may have used three. We'll find out. Oh, and uh, here here are some more, she says, handing them to Mogert. Uh, give these. I, I don't know if Torgan will have his own, but give these to him when he arrives, okay? All right. And she puts them in her turtle shell backpack. All right. Well, uh, good luck, everyone. Good luck, Mogert, uh, um, Chris, Georg, and uh, it's, I, I almost said Balric. You, Guy. Claren. Claren? Guy's dead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <clears throat> That's not cool. You're the one anyway. that did it. Don't come after me. Play I the didn't game. do it. I said guy. Guy's a common word. Jeremy did it. Yeah. Jeremy uh, did. Okay. Oh, I, I see now. I, oh, I was boy. lost for a second. 
she leaves. Thanks, Jupiter. Bye. Thanks, Jennifer. Goodbye. So as you are all waiting, Torgan. Yes. Where would Torgan be hanging out this part of the day? Just at home somewhere? Tell us about it. Or is he busy working? What's he doing? Torgan would be chilling at home, fire in the in the fireplace mm. with a big mug of coffee. Coffee. Oh, yeah. He's a coffee man. Coffee. 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 So you're at home drinking your coffee. Probably had, you know, it's 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 the evening, so maybe you had some dinner already. I don't know, and you're having some coffee now. Spaghetti. You hear this sound, and it's the sound of something like buzzing and rattling in a drawer nearby. It's your rock phone. And you know what this is. You you immediately know. It's literally like a like a, a stone of far speech. Rock phone that you've got uh, from an old friend, friend of friend of the family, the Shattershield clan, and now a Shattershield is king in Dimmerhold, has been, you know, for a while now. And uh, due to some, you know, some past jobs and, and friendships and stuff, you were given this thing that, hey, if we ever need you, we'll give you a call. Like Ghostbusters. It's like an emergency phone. You fancy. You a fancy man. So it's a pretty rare thing. Very rare. Uh, you've probably not had a call on this thing in a decade or more. Yeah, okay. Decline the call. You should totally let Kjorg know that you have one of those. I mean, we generally... we can exchange rock phone numbers. We can text. I mean, generally, <laughs> they would just yes. come to see you or send, you know, send a messenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is only in, like, emergency situations. I got you. Okay. So I hear that sound, mm. and Torgan, Torgan looks around for a sec, like he doesn't remember what that sound is. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, that blasted rock! Where's that? Where'd I put that thing?" Yeah, starts like looking around uh-huh. his uh, small cabin of a house, uh-huh. and finally like grabs it from a drawer and uh, picks it up. It's a smooth black stone uh, with like silver kind of veins going through it, and it is literally like humming and vibrating in your hands and when you pick it up to the to the sensation of your hand a voice begins to speak out of it Torgen Torgen are you there Torgen Do I know who this is Well you would assume that it's uh Duron Shattershield King of Dimmerhold Duron What's good Hey Why'd you... <laughs> I wasn't expecting the call expecting to call you, Torgan. Listen, I'm really sorry to do this, but uh, we've got a bit of a situation on our hands and I was hoping that you might be able to help me out. Oh, no. Yeah, of course. I've got a group of, uh, we'll call them adventurers. Uh, got a pretty important task and uh, they're going looking for the Eldrum. You remember the Eldrum? That old recluse. Aye, yeah, that's the one. Um, well, Is he brown? I don't know what you know about him. He's not a brown, brown recluse. Does he got a violin <laughs> on his back? I don't know what you know about him, but, um, well, long story short, there's some things about him that uh, perhaps you don't know. One being, he may or may not be connected in some way to the Drake and Kelly. One in particular, you know, the dragons. Uh, the dragons. I know that. <laughs> that's a lot. And really, I don't know why I'm telling you all that. Look, here's what I need you to do. I need you to meet these folk uh, there at the road at the northern tip of the eastern crescent and uh, take them out north of the Icefall Mountains and lead them out where the Eldrum lives. You know the place. It's a rickety old cabin in the far northern reaches. You've seen it. You know what I'm talking about? I think I recall. 
It's a couple days travel. Uh, look, just take them out there, get them there as safe as you can, and bring them home. Can you do that for me? I can do that for you. And you, you know there's going to be a great reward in it for you. We'll pay you handsomely. Oh, yeah. You always you always take care of me. We got some, uh, I'm pretty sure, I have to double check, but I think we just got a recent import from uh, from Vent Haven, some of their uh, fresh fresh coffee beans, you know. Uh, and we're, we're working Ooh. on uh, working on roasting them ourselves. So, you know, we'll hook you up with some of that as well. Ooh, he takes a swig from his mug. <sighs> so I take it, uh, since you're using this here stone, this is pretty urgent. Very, yes, yes, very urgent. I need you to go pretty quickly if you can. Okay, well, where do I meet these folk? Uh, just go there where the road meets the northern part of the Eastern Crescent. They're waiting there for you. Aye. Listen, Torgan, thank you. I really do appreciate it. I know that uh, it's a lot to ask, and uh, that's why I called on you, because I know I can count on you. So uh, if there's anything we can do to help, when you get back, just let us know. I appreciate it, and I will uh, check back in when I, when I accomplish the mission. The vet will go with you. And uh, you feel it sort of go still and silent. I uh, toss the stone back in the drawer. Okay, well, what do you do? Uh, Torgan looks around for a sec. He wasn't ready for another another job. Yeah. So, like, he's friends with Durin, right? Yeah. Okay, so he, Torgan sighs, throws back his coffee, puts the mug down, grabs his uh, cloak, and heads out the door to meet the uh, the party. Okay, so you just kind of grab the, the necessities and head out. Yeah. I mean, in spite of the fact that you're sort of out of doing a lot of work like this, um, would it be safe to say that Torgan's the kind of guy who is sort of always prepared? Yeah, even though he's not doing a ton of this kind of stuff anymore, he's very uh, outdoorsy, always always kind of hanging out outside, even if he's not working. Yeah. So you gather what you need and head out. The four of you are all waiting, chatting. Is there anything you wanted to talk about or discuss before... Uh, the next step of the of the journey. Mogert is over next to Claren, and mm-hmm. she's like really close to him. Okay. Like uh, just staring at him. Uh, kind of like sad, like is like looking at the side of his face. Um. Hey, Mogert, how you doing? Good. Why you what? You do know who you are now, right? The same person I was with just a different mm, name. Mm. You were. Georgi. Mm. Does he look the same? Or something? Wait, when did you have time to shave? <laughs> He's I a little. I took my beard off in front <laughs> of you people. <laughs> Mogert was crying because he okay. remembered his her grandma. Yeah. So. Uh, it was all fake, Mogert. Hmm. She's gonna like poke his face. This face is real. Hmm. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm, I'm watching you, Claren. If that's your real name, and she's backing up, just backing up. <laughs> I, I, I want to call. Oh, okay. A certain person. Well, we could probably do that real quick then. So you dig through your pack and pull out your blue stone. Yes. Okay. You pull out the stone. What do you do? Wait, who are you calling? Who all's number do I have? <laughs> you only have two people's numbers. Saul and Brackle. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, that's it? Yeah, who else would you have? Paylor? Who you were hoping? What happened to Brackle? Brackle was, he's heading toward Benhaven. Ah, uh, yes. 
That's what I would call. Okay. You reach through your stuff and you pull out this blue stone. Yes. And what do you do? I knock on it. Hello. <clears throat> Brackle. Brackle, you hear the stone, which the last time we saw Brackle was in 3.5, as you were about to depart from Branchyar. Okay. So I'm assuming Brackle is somewhere in the world traveling toward either Brightport or Venthaven. At what time of day is it? It's like evening, so probably like six-ish. Are there time zones in Manumi? <laughs> you know, may, uh, maybe. <laughs> don't ask me that. I don't know. No. Uh, you know, it's like afternoon. It's, or late afternoon, early evening. Okay. Hey. Hey. Uh, if if I'm, I'm under some trees, so if I lose service, it's not. I'm not oh hanging up on you. Gracious. Okay, good to know. So... You know, have you ever heard of Kilmont, the Unforgiving? Kilmont, that's that's a dog, right? That Paul rides on. <laughs> uh, it's a that's a Monster Hunter reference. Sorry, that's my dog's name in Monster <laughs> Hunter. Dog Kilmont. I did. He's a solid white uh, palum. Awesome. Palamut. Palamut. Okay. Hey, Alan, you have any dice? Uh, I can procure some. I want you to roll me a history check. I rolled a natural one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. You, you have me? literally never in your life ever heard of Kilmont the Unforgiving. Uh, I've never in my life ever heard of <laughs> Kilmont the Unforgiving. Yeah, he's a, he's a dragon. Okay. Never heard of her? Never heard of her. It's a girl? I don't know. Just supposed to be some dragon, I think. But. Okay. I guess since you don't know anything about him. Is it the orange one? No, sadly. Oh my gosh, please. Yes! I've been waiting for that joke to come out the whole time. I mean, you, uh, Brackle, you, you are familiar with uh, Hope and Kill the True, the Silver Dragon. So you do know him. Okay. I'm just saying that, you know, just to remind you, because I know it's been a while. Yeah. Okay, uh, what, do you, what do you need to know about the... Or what, what, what's, what's going on with the dragon? I need that specific dragon to be in... Dimmerhold, the Dwarf Mountain. Okay. Um, he needs to come there immediately. Is there a way I could help with that? I Brackle looks around, even though you probably can't see him. It's like, I don't see a dragon near here. <laughs> if I see him, I'll tell him um, that he needs to head that way. I just remember, you weren't you close to, like, the High Cleric Glaren or some someone like that? Yeah, I knew him in Branshire. We, uh, I knew him, yeah. You, like, have his number or something? <laughs> uh, What's happening? Look. It's 555 Cleric. 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 <laughs> yes. Not many people in Manumi have phones, so. We they don't. We, we only have five numbers. They don't have phones. Look, if you, if you want to reach out to Glaren. Brackle, you're nowhere near there now, so you would have to get a scroll of sending. Now, you may have some. You've been in communication with Glaren before you headed off on this journey, so it's possible they may have given you some scrolls of sending. Okay, it's a 19. It's it's back. It heard me. It heard my threats. Oh, a 19. Yeah, you definitely have some uh, some scrolls of sending <laughs> in your pack. Yeah. Uh, okay, I can, I can mail you this scroll of sending, and you can talk to him. That would work. Let me call my falcon uh, Hedwig. To 
Wait, did you say Falcon? Trigger! He doesn't even Trigger. know. He, no he doesn't idea. even know. He has no idea. Anyway. Oh. Sorry. You struck a nerve with, with Ezra. Triggered. So what exactly you want him to do? You want him to reach out to Glaren for what? If you could reach out, doesn't he know about the dragons? Or he could specifically talk to Paylor about it. Maybe get some people who know some stuff. Yeah? Yes. Possible. Would, would it interfere with the rock if I sent at the same time? You're trying to do like a party chat here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> so I pull out the scroll of sending and uh, whatever you do to activate a scroll, read it, encant it, enchant it, whatever, encant yeah. incantation it. Yeah. Is that the one where you can only send like five words or is that something different? Uh, it's not five, It's but it is limited. Yes. So can I just send a message or is it back and forth? I forget. It, it, they have a chance to, re when you send a message, they have a chance to resp respond. You can send a message across any distance, uh, even to other planes of existence, 25 words or less. They hear it in their mind, recognize you as the sender if they know you, and can answer in like manner immediately. Do I have to know them? Um, well, you know him, don't you? Well, I know, but like, can I just like... A creature with which you are familiar, it says. Oh, uh, well, we know I'm not familiar with Kilmont. So I was going to say, why not just short circuit it? a natural one. <laughs> Do a sending to him. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yeah. Kilmont. That, hey, that one's going to, yeah. So yeah, you can send a message to, to Glarant. <laughs> man, this 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 uh, this phone call thing's really turned into something. Uh, so I'm going to yeah. send a message to Glarant that says, Glarant, stop. This is Brackle. Stop. Kilmont, stop. Send him to Dwimmerhold. Stop. On the devil. <laughs> stop. Love Sir Vance. Stop. Love Sir Vance? <laughs> you don't know. No, not Sir Vance. Er, Kjorg, sorry. <laughs> How long has it been since I've recorded it's this? It's been so long. It's been. It's literally been over a year. Yeah. So uh, instead, Love Kjorg. Stop. There's a moment. And then you hear a voice in your head. Brackle. Why are you sending messages for Kjorg? Well, he doesn't have a scroll of sending, but I do, but we have these magic phone rocks. So, uh, he asked me to send a message to you. Stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been... That was good. <laughs> Tell Kjorg, I do not know where Kilmont is, but I will pass the word along to someone... Who might? Oh my god. You get that, Kjorg? Yes. N no, you heard it in your head. He literally cannot hear it. Oh. Uh, well, apparently that was just in my head. I was informed by another <laughs> voice from on high. In my uh, head. <laughs> so he said that he doesn't know where Kilmon is, but he'll pass the word to someone who does. Perfect. That's amazing. Yeah. If you hear anything else, give me a call. Will do. How, how are you? I'm great. I mean, I'm. Oh I've killed some wolves and um, and I saw a dragon lady and um, I met the king of. And Dimmerhold, we have a team. And we and we made a champion team, and I'm gonna win the the, the gauntlet. And yeah. <coughs> awesome. Maybe. I can't wait to listen to season four. Yeah. It, it's it's <laughs> part of this rock. I figured out if you tap the right things you can listen to the future 
Yes, I can't wait for you to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not really okay. the future. It's more like the past, but it's the future for okay. me. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I gotta go because we're going. We're we're trying to find Killmount as well right now. So. Okay. Well, Godspeed. Godspeed. I should say. Paylor speed. Same to you. Uh, thanks. Peace out. Bye. Click. Wow. Click. That was interesting. Amazing. So, <laughs> you are all standing there. You're waiting. And Torgan, you're approaching the place where uh, Durand told you to go. And you see four figures kind of standing around, looking like they're waiting for somebody. You see a big six-foot-seven like really dark charcoal skin half orc wearing a royal blue shirt with a symbol of paylor on it and a white wolf pelt. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's got this this white pure white wolf pelt hanging off his. Or is it tied around your waist still? Waist. Tied around his waist. You got uh, a little a very uh, short like three foot nothing gnome with like a bun pulled back and a like a shepherd's staff with a sock tied to it full of marbles or something. <laughs> and then you see a they're not marble. A blonde-haired dwarf lady, long braided blonde hair with a turtle shell on her back, very muscular. Very muscular. And you see a thin, wiry, white-haired but young half-elf with a bow across his back and uh, his arms sort of crossed standing there. What do you do? Uh, so first, remind me, did Durin tell me like who these people were? Not really. No. He just said they had to get to the Eldrum. Yep. Okay. So, Torgan walks up to the group, kind of stands near him, looks him over. Howdy. Hello? Hi. I want to turn and reach my hand in my sock like I'm frightened by the sound of his voice. Are you Torgan? Yes. Yes, I'm Torgan. And are you the the guys that need to uh, meet the Eldrum? Yes. yes. Up north? Oh, you're that guy. All right. I'm the you're people's the champion. <laughs> no, sorry. Torgan looks around. <laughs> yeah. Like, is this yep. normal? No. It and is. For them. Are you joining the champions team? Uh. You're going to have to come up with your own shout. Uh, listen. I don't know what that means. Uh. <laughs> what I do know is... Durin reached out to me and asked me to uh, guide you kind folk up north to meet the Eldrum, and he's going to pay me, and that's what we're going to do. That sounds like a great plan. I'm going to walk up beside him and be like, well, the first time I met these people, I was a different person, so there you go. <laughs> Torgan just shakes his head, and... Uh... <laughs> no, like for reals, I was a different person. <laughs> and Mogert, you just see Mogert squint her eyes... <laughs> <laughs> Glaring. Chris muffles under his voice. <laughs> Liar. This face is real, Mogert. <laughs> Torgan <laughs> Torgan looks around again like he's looking for some like hidden cameras on like a prank <laughs> show. <laughs> you just got punked. Anyways, um Duran made this sound very urgent, so uh if you guys could follow me. Oh wait All right. Yogurt. Yes, Chris. Yogurt, do you do you have his things? Oh. Mogert gets her um turtle shell backpack off her back and gets all the potions potions that uh, Juniper gave us or whatever. So this is from the king just in case you you know get hurt on the way we've all got some but I had yours and she hands them over 
Torgan takes him and looks kind of taken aback. Like, wow, this this might be a little more uh, demanding of a of a journey than he previously expected. Puts him in his pack. So, uh, Torgan, you begin to uh, just start walking. Yeah. You start walking. You walk uh, along the road a bit, and then you turn toward the center of this area, which this this floor of the city, this level of the city, is called the Moonlight Sanctuary. And there are these enormous staircases. There are also these elevators that you can go to, but you guys aren't going to go there. You're going to lead them through the stairs, down a couple of levels to the third level of the city, which is called... Colloquially, it's called Mon City. I mean, which is just a local term for the fact that it is primarily the miners that live down there. They're mining constantly, uh, you know, digging through the tunnels and the and the mountains of Dimmerhold. It is the biggest, I guess you could say, business. Uh, the biggest import export. All of it is surrounding the mines. Things that are coming into the city, things that are uh, being sold and made. It all goes through the mines and. You're going to lead them down there to meet an acquaintance of yours. You got a friend down there. He works with the mines, and uh, he's kind of your connection. He helps you out uh, when you need it to travel uh, far distances without having to take the long way around. Sort of off the books, you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's illegal or anything, but he could probably get in trouble with his bosses, you know, for just like giving people rides. But you and him go way back, and so uh, if you ever need help, you call on them and vice versa. So that's where you're heading. Cool. So you're leading them to this big open staircase. There are people traveling up and down. And as you guys get closer to that, you see the arena off in the middle of the uh, lunar circlet. And uh, you can hear, again, the sort of the sounds of battle going on over there in the trials and the trouts for the, uh, the gauntlet of the moon. You guys head downstairs. Uh, you go down a long staircase until you reach... It's numerous staircases before you reach sort of the second level of Dimmerhold. But uh, you do not exit from this massive stone staircase as Torgan continues to go on down to the next level. And you all are just following silently or not. So, Torgan. Yes. How much fighting have you done? Ah. <sighs> I guess you could say I've done a good bit of fighting in my day. Would you say you're like a champion of some kind? <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'd use the word champion. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. More, you know, just the the trials of the wilderness, the occasional beast, a ruffian who tries to get in the way. Eh, that's lame. <laughs> oh, come on. Wow. Chris? <laughs> well, you're you're kind of on the champions team, so we're gonna have to. Uh, you're 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 a champion, so. Yeah, you're a champion now. Yep. Well, just keep up. Just come up with the chant because when we holler our names and stuff, you're gonna have to say something. Well, I don't, I don't know about all that now. I'm just uh, I'm just doing my <laughs> job. See. Well, here, let's practice, Kjork. It's the people's champion! Margaret Stonefire! I'm a liar! <laughs> you just scream, I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming Torgan doesn't yell anything. Uh, Torgan yells nothing and, uh, again, looks around very confused. <laughs> You'll get used to it. It takes some time. You'll be fine. Torgan mutters something about Durin and his, uh, his 
uh, acquaintances, and then <laughs> presses forward. Yeah, you kind of remind me of a friend of mine named Brackle. <laughs> Was that the guy on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't there for that, I don't think. Oh, no, man, that's good. I just talked to him a little bit ago. You Hi, reach Brackle. the bottom <laughs> Sorry. the steps to the third level of Dimmerhold, and the steps do keep going, but you all stop here. Torgan leads you out, and you step off sort of clean stone staircase and out into the part of the city. It's very different than it is up at the very top in the Moonlight Sanctuary because up there, the clear crystal ceiling allows the light from the sky above to shine down so bright that it is, it's very bright. I mean, it's almost like being outside. We've, we've sort of established that. Down here, it is not like that. It's dim down here. Now, there's plenty of light. Uh, there are a lot of enchanted stones offering light along walkways. There are sort of lamp lights standing all over the place. Plenty of produced unnatural light uh, that is shining the light for you guys to see and shining the way. But it sort of seems like nighttime, you know, down here in one sense. And... You know, when you were up there, those of you who aren't from around here, Torgan, you know, it's just second nature to you because you've lived around here your whole life. You've been in Mon City countless times. <clears throat> but it's a lot more claustrophobic down here. The streets are more narrow. The buildings are kind of really close together. It's dimly lit. There seems to almost be a film of dust, of like charcoal dust on everything. And you can like smell it in the air. It's the smell of coal and the smell of, um, you know, so, like something. It doesn't smell like it's burnt, but you can kind of pick up that hint of, of something being burnt somewhere down here. That sort of charcoal smell. And um, as you all step down, it's so different. It's such a stark contrast to the sort of splendor of the top layer of Dimmerhold. And Torgan, you step out, and do you say anything before you begin to lead them forward through Mine City? Yeah, Torgan says, All right, now y'all stay close. Uh, catching lost travelers is not in my job description. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get lost easy. Nope. Well, good. As we're walking, Claren's gonna say, Hey, Torgan. Yes. Is there a lot of thievery that goes on down here? You could say that. Is there any hot spots? Mm. Mm. I'd say you're walking through it right now, my man. <laughs> so, Torgan, I mean, I'm assuming you're sort of leading them through. And like you just said, yes. If there is a seedy part of Dimmerhold, it's in Mon City. Uh, and... Right now, with the gauntlet of the moon and all these visitors coming in from all across Monumi, the city's packed out, and many of them will wander down to the lower levels of Dimmerhold out of pure curiosity. And when that happens, uh, some people are going to wander into places they shouldn't go. Odds are there will be some people who are there to take advantage of that. Okay, cool. So I would say that Torgan, being the, uh, the intelligent fellow that you are, as you are heading through Mon City, your goal will be to lead these folk through the safer parts of town, less congested areas, uh, where you guys can kind of slip through mostly without any trouble or without uh, even getting caught up in any congestion or anything like that. So what I'm going to need from you is I'm going to need a check. Okay. 
we'll call it a uh, survival check, and I'm going to give you advantage. Now, I, I know that you probably chose a like a favored terrain, and one of those would be probably mountain for you. Yeah, I'm looking at it right here, mountain. And I'm I'm gonna say that you've got that here. I'm gonna give you advantage on because any kind of wisdom check based in this area, you're gonna have advantage since this is your quote preferred terrain. Because you know you're you, this is your home turf. Cool. First one is a nine plus four. Second one's a ten plus four, so fourteen. Fourteen. And if you roll that in D and D Beyond, I can see it. Oh really? Oh, I did. I just saw it. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a chat box. It popped up and told me you were rolling. Cool. Okay, so with a 14, huh? 14. You know, I'm going to say that's enough uh, for you. You know, you don't necessarily go without running into any congested areas, but you do manage to stay mostly out of sight. You avoid any major crowds, and you guys just kind of get the gist that this is a rough part of town. He starts to lead you down smaller alleys, cut across main roadways down here, to get you off to the northern end of of this part of the city, which you guys came down pretty close to the north, so you don't have that far to go. You know, maybe maybe half an hour of walking from where you guys descended, and you are pretty close to where you need to be. And you guys are approaching. You're approaching the wall. You're approaching a the wall of the mountain. So you can't actually reach the wall of the mountain on the outskirts of the uh, Moonlight Sanctuary on the roads. You guys saw it kind of drops off. Down here, the mine city goes right up to the wall, obviously, because they're mining out of the mountain. So you all begin to notice that the stone walls of the mountain are up ahead of you. And Torgan is leading you to uh, meet an associate. So as you guys are getting close to the wall, uh, do you talk anymore? You've not seen anything bad going on. You've not been stopped by anybody and you've made decent time and you've gotten uh you're getting close to the wall is there a river nearby you asking me that or him yeah like remember that river we saw at the bottom earlier mm-hmm yeah no that's only that's on the total other end now there's uh-huh. water but you're not near anything like that i was just gonna try to catch a fish you know maybe you'll have your chance but today it's not that it's not now i pull a fish out of my backpack and throw it at Kjork. You turn a corner and the road, you come out from behind like a building and the road opens up and you are looking at the walls of the mountain, the inside wall. And there are tunnels leading through in different places, up high, down low. Too slow. And Torgan turns to the left and keeps walking. Torgan, you are looking specifically for one spot uh, to meet your friend, Boppin. How many tunnels are there? A bunch. I want to be checking them tunnels. Did you just say bop it? Did you just say bop it? Boppin. Can Twist I be? It. Can I be checking <laughs> them tunnels, it. bro? Pull it. Pull what do you it. Said they're mining tunnels. Twist it. I know that. What? I want to be checking bop them it. tunnels for some suspicious peeps, yo. Bop it. There doesn't seem to be hardly Twist anyone it. around them. Like it's Pull open. It. You know what I'm saying? It's not like bop it. You can just take off walking down mine shaft if you'd like. They can Twist have it. holes, man. Just Pull never it. mind. Twist it. Pull I've been it. trying to find gaps. All right, Jeffrey. Okay. Okay, Jeffrey. Okay. Gaps. Okay, Jeffrey. We're closing in on the end of this episode. Are you, are you with me? So, Toe Jam, which way do we go? Oh, my soul. Oh, my gosh. It's right up here. Get him, Torgan. Don't let him get away with that. Get him. The name's Torgan. Togan. Togan. Torgan. It's Torgan. Torjam. 
says the person who has missaid Kjorg's name. Kjorgi is yeah. his name. It's, it's Torgi. Gim Tor. Got it. Wait, did we get a description of Torgim? Did you describe your physical appearance? I don't no. think you did. Uh, no, I did not. Go ahead and do it for me now. Torgan is a medium-sized dwarf with brown, graying hair. Just has some simple leather clothes. No, nothing too uh, interesting about his appearance. Beard? Long beard? Short beard? Yeah, yeah. Pretty long beard. Classic dwarf. Gotcha. Torgan has turned left and is now walking parallel to all these mine shafts. Still just walking. Should I mark a mark the walls as like a so we know which way to come back? No, no. I've been here a million times. Just stay close. Keep moving. But what if we get separated? Just just don't stop. Believe in? Better safe than sorry, Kjord. I take out my mace and like smack the wall. Okay, so you guys aren't walking that close. You gotta run over pretty far. Oh, <laughs> never mind then. To the wall. <laughs> I wouldn't it. run over that far. Okay. So you're not smacking the wall with your mace. You want me to do it? I don't. No, I do not want you to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm running over and doing it. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, you're not. Okay, uh, I'm not doing it. You guys it. are still walking parallel. Torgan is looking for a specific shack. Jack? Mm-hmm. I thought it was Chef. He's looking for a shack that belongs to an acquaintance of his. Not that you guys know that. Bop it. Boppin'. Bop it. Twist it. Torgan, uh, you see up ahead what looks like the spot you're looking for. Like you said, you've been here many, many, many times. The specific shaft, the mine shaft that you know will lead you far enough north that uh, make your this trip a lot quicker. And if you two, if you five could uh, hop into a couple mine carts, it'll make things a lot easier for a short distance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just need your friend. Yes. But as you're approaching, even though you know it's definitely the time of day that he should be around, you don't see him anywhere. All right. Uh, Boppin should be around here somewhere. Boppin? Should we holler for him? He's probably up uh, in the club, Boppin. When we were looking for the wolves, we uh, <laughs> we hollered for them. Oh, yeah. Uh, you think we... Oh, no. Oh, sorry. Boppin! Bop. <laughs> hey, Bop! I don't I don't know what to do with him. <laughs> we broke him. We got him. Uh, I was sure he would be here. We need to get on these mine carts. I pull out my pot and hammer and start clanging it. Oh my goodness gracious. Bob! Ben! He's not down here with the mine carts where he would generally be. You know, he's like a maintenance guy. Like he works on the carts and the rails and he keeps everything up and going. Yeah. Uh, there is a little shack uh, just up around the, the corner there. You can see it from here where he would sort of take breaks and stuff. Uh, so you might check there. Yeah. Okay, so I walk over to the shack, look inside. I follow. All right, it's kind of, it's, you know, it's like a, there's like a little little wooden staircase goes up to it. There's like a little chair. It's like a desk a desk chair, but there's also like a lounging chair for, you know, for breaks and kind of taking a break and relaxing. Uh, you all see Torgan heading over to the shack. What are the five of you doing right now? Torgan's going to the shack. What are the other four of you doing? I follow him. Jorg, you're beating a pot with a hammer. And following. Mogert's also following, but she's like looking under stuff that he clearly probably wouldn't be over there. Yeah. <laughs> Not like a piece of paper or anything, but she's like looking under stuff. What about the other two? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm looking in and out of these tunnels, uh, yelling for bopping. Um, okay. Kind of just okay. seeing if he's like laying down in a tunnel. I don't know. Claren will be walking 
and trying to figure out what his next move is going to be and he's thinking about everything that has happened to Weiss here the whole reason he's trying to find the Falcon and all that but walking in a ah, you could say mopey but not really but kind of just very concerned okay now that he's revealed that he's not a crazy psycho man so Torgan Kjorg and Mogert are all are you going are you going to the shack or just them two you weren't I'm going following them and looking at oh, okay She's looking outside. Kjorg, you and um, and Torgan go to the shack, and you're going to start looking around. So I'm going to give I'm going to need an investigation check from the two of you. I got a six minus one, so five. Cool, 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 cool. I got a nat twenty minus one. Oh my soul! Oh, it's baby. a natural twenty. Hey! Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah, boy. Nice. With a minus nice. one, still clear to live. Strong today. That's what you know. That's why they call me Strong Eyes. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. There it is. That's where he got the name. So Torgan, you're looking around for your friend Bop and Philibrick, who you expected <laughs> to live here. Philibrick. <laughs> Inspired. And uh, you're looking around inside this um, this hut. You know, you're looking for him. And you know, first it looks like well, it definitely seems like he's been here today, and. Really, you're starting to feel kind of odd. You'd expect he'd been here. It could just be up in a mine working, you know. And if he is, you guys could probably hang out and wait, and he'll show up. But just as when you're about to step back out, you notice something. You notice a, uh, a cup sitting there mm. on his desk. Uh, you step over to it. It's a, it's a mug, you might call it. Mm. Uh, you lean down. There's a there's a black liquid inside of it. Oh, and, uh, Torgan picks up the mug mm. and looks at it carefully. Mm. Puts it under his nose, oh, takes a little sniff. Yeah, it's definitely coffee. You would know it anywhere. Mm, is it warm? It is tepid. Very, very without temperature. If you were to drink it, it would be disgusting. And if there's mm. one thing that you know about Boppin, it's number one, he would never drink tepid coffee. And number two, he would never let a cup sit long enough to go cold. Something's wrong. Bum, bum, bum. Uh... We need to find Boppin. We need to find Boppin. That's what we're doing, right? What's wrong? He left this. He left this cup. This isn't like him. He must be in trouble. Okay, Moger, you were following them, so you also hear him saying this, and you kind of perk up. Chris and um, Claren, I need you two to make me a perception check. Ooh, baby, baby, la 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 la. Roll it. Perception. That is a... That is a 13 plus 7. Wow. It's a dirty 20. Dirty 20. What you got, Chris? Mine is also a dirty 20. 15 plus 5. Wow. Excellent. Okay, so with the two of you, you're walking around, Chris, looking in the in the tunnels and yelling out and doing different things. And, Claren, you're kind of wandering around in your own melancholy and thinking about your life choices up to this point. And you... Both, because you're pretty nearby one another, uh, you both notice something out of the corner of your eyes. You both sort of turn quickly and see, and someone has stepped around the corner out of a nearby street and is looking towards you guys. And the moment that the both of you, looking in his direction, one after the other, really quickly make eye contact, the figure turns and bolts. It's Joe. Is he close enough I can cast hold person? He's out of sight. Immediately out of sight. But he's running. What do you do? 
Uh, Chris? I don't even wait for him to say anything. I start taking off and I yell to the rest of them. Guys, he's running! That's all you get and I take off. Okay, we get guys, <laughs> he's running. Chris takes off running. Uh, I'm gonna look back and say, Hey guys, a guy just bolted and I have no idea who he is. Upon hearing that, Torgan needs to figure out what's going on with his friend Bob. Uh-huh. Like he's he's kind of in panic mode, so he'll he'll chase anyone at this point. So he <laughs> he goes after him. All right, uh, the Kjorg and Mogert follow suit. Yes, Chris in the front, Claren not far behind, and then the other three of you behind him. That is where we're going to end this week's episode. Boy, no, Brad, I didn't get to kill you guys. Dang. We didn't even With have my natural 20. Next time. That was honestly the best nat 20 uh, round we could have had. Yep. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, sticking around. Welcome. You're not welcome. This episode went to some places I did not expect, <laughs> uh, especially the phone call to uh, old Brackle. That was awesome. But uh, we'll be getting back to what is uh, what's going on with old Boppin' Philibrick. and Boppin'. Can they find him? Philibrick Boppin'. Will they Twisted. discover... Philibrick Boppin'. Is he okay? Philibrick Boppin'. Will they make it to uh, Kilmont in time and return to join in to the Gauntlet of the Moon, or will they all die on the way? We better. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. We love you. Philibrick Boppin'. Adios. Bye. Goodbye. Boppin' Philibrick. I don't need your life story. I need to know how, I need to know why you're impersonating Baldrick Nightrain and where he is. Where is he? The Falcon, on on my way here, me and, I come across, <laughs> crap, hold on. I'm trying to I, figure I've got this him out. Torn up. I've got him torn up, guys. You're going to die. I don't think your whole die. life story <laughs> proceeds to give his whole life okay. story. Okay, shut up, I got it. You're gonna die! Baby. What's Tell her name? Mogert. Mogert. Oh, sorry. The name's Mogert Stonefire. <clears throat> Remember it. Try it, my hardest, man. Don't, don't get so close to the mic. You need me to make some cue cards. Because I'm gonna hit my head on that again. Alright. Okay. No! Come on. Let us text you a script real right. quick because you're struggling, bro. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Ezra. You're good. Ignore them. Ignore them. As as I was on my way here, I come and I come across. John Cena. Yes, I lost it again. <clears throat> Torgan, you are looking specifically for one spot uh, to meet your friend, Boppin. Did you just say Boppin? Did you just say Boppin? Boppin. Can Twist I be? It. <laughs> Twist it. Pull it. Pull what are you? It. They're mining tunnels. Twist it. Boppin. 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 His name is Boppin. Twist it. You already know we mess up names, Paul. Just get over it. Okay. Pop it. I want to be checking them tunnels for some suspicious peeps, yo. Twist it. There doesn't seem to be hardly anyone around them. Like, it's open. You know what I'm saying? It's not like... You can just take off walking down a mine shaft if you'd like. They can have holes, man. Twist it. Just never mind. Twist it. I've been trying to find gaps. All right, Jeffrey. Okay. Okay, Jeffrey. Okay. Okay, Jeffrey. We're closing in on the end of this episode. Are you, are you with me? So, Toe Jam, which way do we go? Oh, my soul. <laughs> oh, my God. And I said, you only have two. Uh, Brackle and Saul, who you want to call? And he said, Brackle. So, um, this is literally phoning a friend. Trackpad, did you get that rhyme he just said?
That needs to be made into a sick beat later. What was the rub? What are you doing? Oh, man. You got Brackle and Saul. Who do you want to call? Who do you want to call? Brackle and Saul. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Every time I listen to see, when I'm listening through season two, I'll yeah. hear a line and I'm like, Okay, yeah. it's rolling for poops. Like this is this is that. Uh, I'm not sorry. Now you know what the name. I heard now you know what the name Kjorg is the other day. Yes. And I was like, now you know what the name Kjorg is. And I'm like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> Weird lizard creatures. You said something too. I was listening. Uh, anyway, missed it.